Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations and metrics and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. Jenny Plant, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Marcel. This is a real honor. Well, the honor is shared. I mean, I, I had the privilege of being on your show a little while ago, and I couldn't wait to have you on our show because you truly know everything there is to know about agency account management. And it is one of those titles that you ask 10 people what they do every day in the account management role, and you'll get 10 different answers. Um, it's a critically important role, but one that's very misunderstood, and it's as much an art as it is a science. So I, I just can't wait to dig into all the details here with you today. But before we get into all of that, what um, got you into starting this company, and you know, who do you serve, and how do you help them? When I was general manager, it was the first time in my career that I received a sales trainer and sales training. He worked with me, Marcus Kauke, who has his own podcast. He's quite infamous in the, the sales training world. And it absolutely opened my eyes to what I should have known when I was an account exec in the agency. I just could not believe that no one was training this stuff. And I was so inspired that when I left in 2010, I started my training company and have been training account managers in how to retain, but also specifically to grow accounts. And it's just been going for a number of years now. I absolutely love what I do because I see my younger self come through my training program. And I have so much empathy to the account manager. But also, um, obviously, I'm friendly with a lot of agency owners and I understand their side of the business as well. So that was my inspiration, the sales training. And I just thought this is, this is needed. Well, I'm so glad that you decided to go off and, and do that because I, I mean, I remember the day I discovered your show and I just saw the title of it and I was like, this is a wonderfully niche show. Um, I, I was like, I'm so glad this exists. And I dove in and the content was amazing. And you know, you're talking about account management, you're interviewing other account managers. And I was like, this is exactly what an account manager needs is just like a place where they can go and it's all about them. So Let's start there because the question of what is an account manager, what is account management? Is it a title? Is it a role? What does it mean? That in and of itself, I think, is an important question. So why don't we set the foundation with that? How do you define account management and an account manager and who should be perking their ears up as they listen to this? Well, you see, it within our creative space, there are so many different types of agencies, aren't there? There's the pure digital, there's performance marketing, there's app development, there's design, um, and there's social media. Every different type of agency requires probably a slightly different take on the account management role. But I think fundamentally, it's the interface between the client and the company. And the more um, the more I work with agencies, I've noticed that what used to be an account management manager is no longer that role. So. Account managers used to, with print-based agencies, have to do a lot of the project management. And 
you know, they had to be good at both. They had to be good at project management, but also account growth and, and relationship development and expansion. And I think it's become, I think, thankfully, more recognized over the last 10 years, probably, when we've gone a lot is pure digital, that it's such a different skill set that agencies are starting to separate the teams. So if you ask me what's an account manager role where they, they're doing pure account management, that is about account expansion. It's running strategic workshops. It's immersing yourself in the client's business. It's all about asking for testimonials, referrals, relationship development, really getting under the skin of the business and looking for opportunities to add more value. And that's pure play account manager. But still today, there are still agencies where you have this hybrid role. So a lot of what they're doing, it's some of that, but a lot of their time restraints for doing that is because they're so caught up in having to deliver things on time on budget. So there, there's this, and, and also Marcel, we're probably going to get into this, but I think the two different functions require a different skill set. So expecting one person to be the hybrid role and to be really, really good at every aspect of it, I think is the more I do this, the more it's unrealistic, quite frankly. Yeah. And I mean, that that's a trap that I think, you know, we see people fall into with all kinds of roles in the agency. Like I see people trying to do that with sales as well, where they're like, I want the person that is going to know how to design the whole sales strategy and the sales process, but then is also willing to make 300 cold calls a day. It's like those, those all kind of feel a little, you know, out of line with each other. And then similarly to your point, I mean, I, I feel lucky we, we have a person like that on our team that's doing the hybrid role, but I know that I can't go out and find another dozen people like this person is a very special person. And we lucked out. It's the perfect person for where we are today, but at some point we probably will need to split these roles apart. So it's interesting to hear you articulate the core responsibility as really being kind of like the client relationship and the interface between the agency and the client. And what stands out to me is I found that the lines have always been blurry around three distinct departments. And you mentioned all three of them. There's the strategy, right? And I've seen some account managers that are, are very strategic and are almost kind of leading the strategy with the client. And that's often where they're creating a lot of expansion opportunities and creating a lot of oncoming work. Um, that, of course, interplays with sales. And so I've seen a lot of account managers that are also very involved at the tail end of a sales process and handle contracting and, and really the closing of the deal once there's been a verbal commitment made. And then to your point, the project management, and sometimes the lines are, are very blurry there. But at the middle of that is exactly what you mentioned, which is the client relationship. And so it tells me that sometimes there's maybe a deliberate like design decision being made by the agency of like, how, what, where are we going to design this role to go to? And sometimes it might just be an inadvertent compensation for where there's a weakness on the team that exists, where maybe they have a weak project management or non-existent project management department, or maybe the sales department is just not that good at buttoning up sales once they get a verbal commit, or maybe the strategy team is weak. And so I think that's a really useful thought exercise if, if you're an agency owner listening to this thinking, oh, maybe like think through that exercise and maybe that'll explain some of the patterns you're seeing with your account manager. And if you're sitting there thinking, I wish my account manager was more proactive about sales, ask yourself, what are they forced to compensate for that might be undermining their ability to do that? So big insight and takeaway for me. And it leads us into the next thing that you alluded to, which was the skill set. Right. So what are the critical skills for a great account manager? And I think at this point, we're going to start talking to what we would agree is the 
the highest form of an account manager, which is one that drives new business for your agency. I think ultimately that's where we want our account managers to get to, if at all possible. So with that context, what are the things we want to be looking for in the people that fill that role? I think that's a great question. And I liked your tip before. I think that's really essential to an agency owner thinking about what do you need? What does the business need right now? Because if you're hiring an account manager, you could hire, you could see 10 account managers, all of which will have different levels of experience and different aptitudes for different parts of the role. Um, what are the skills of an account manager? I mean, I think first and foremost, it's probably going back a little bit to the project management side is an account manager will have no problem whatsoever being in a room of strangers and end up chatting to people. They're genuinely interested in conversation and meeting new people. They're creative thinkers and they don't have a qualm about picking up, picking up the phone, booking a call, speaking to people. And I know that sounds really basic and obvious, but when you have more, um, maybe more pure play project management type people and more technical people, they, their natural propensity, they don't, they're not in flow when they're around lots of people. They actually, they don't particularly like it. So I think that's the one thing I'd say is, you know, their ability to communicate, their ability to be social and actually want the interaction. Because I think you can tell when you're talking to someone whether they are lighting up and they're energetic and they want to converse and they want to find out about you. And there's that, and, and actually David C. Baker, who I was lucky enough to be invited to speak at his conference, uh, Mind Your Own Business, it was called. Um, I went through uh, the US um, airport and had to tell the guy, you know, why are you here? And I said, well, my, it's a mind your own business. Um, but he, funnily enough, he's the, one of the only per people that has done an actual study in the characteristics of an account manager. And he ran... Um, a disc profiling exercise and he found that 80% of these account managers had a high eye, a high influencer profile. And it describes all the things that I've just, I've just talked about, which is that natural propensity to communicate with people, um, you know, gets lit up by new ideas, creative thinking, big picture. It's very sociable, energetic, and they're less comfortable with concentration and the finite details and again, that's why they're good at what they do. And they're good at opening doors, presenting ideas, coming up with ideas. So that's what you're kind of looking for. Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. And with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. That all makes perfect sense, right? Given that, to your point, it's it's about a relationship. It's about being able to communicate and I think translate 
the client language to the agency's language and all the different people that might have to be interfaced with. And then, of course, hopefully influencing the direction that the client takes as it relates to the future of their strategy, as well as the future of how, who they're going to employ, who they're going to hire to help implement that strategy. So that all makes a lot of sense. Now, of course, that's kind of the the soft skills. Assuming somebody has those soft skills, that doesn't necessarily solve for them being effective in the role. So what's the framework for the skill sets that somebody needs to have on top of those kind of natural tendencies to really do a good job at being an account manager that drives expansion? Well, there's two, there's two things, right? Something that I've learned over the years of training account growth to account managers. Before you get to the skills that they need, it's the conditions that you, you create for them to flourish in the job. Now, we've talked about the natural hybrid role. We've talked about more of the temperament as well and their natural leaning. So where they're naturally going to be in flow and naturally looking for growth opportunities. But there's also things like if you growth is about coming up with new ideas to help the client succeed and asking the right questions to uncover the problems, doing the research and then coming up with those ideas. Now, if that account manager relies on other team members within the agency to help them formulate those ideas and the team is busy or unwilling um, or not available, then all of a sudden they're scuppered. And, you know, this, these are the things that are coming up in my conversations all the time. So that is a condition for growth. Another thing is I'm, I'm quite surprised sometimes at the amount of account managers that don't have the context for the agency's targets and forecast. Sometimes they're not actually um, inputting into the forecast. They haven't seen the forecast. They don't know what the targets are. Or conversely, they've received the target for growth from the agency um, owner, but there's no, absolutely no context whatsoever and, and sometimes no consequence for not reaching it. So again, that's another condition if, if you want to set up your account manager for success before we get to the skill set that they need. Um, and the, the other thing is to create a culture of, of growth, of celebrating growth. Um, of having team meetings around specifically growth um, because that's the, another condition that the agency creates. You know, the same way we celebrate the winning of a new logo for new business. It's like, hooray, hooray, we've got a, you know, got a pitch and we've won it. I think the same approach needs to be taken if you're, if you're serious about a growth is celebrating success as well. So those are the conditions that I think you also need to consider before you then get to the skill set. And that is the skill set of um, repositioning yourself as a more of an advisor than an order taker and kind of working more upstream with clients. So one of the things that you can do from the outset of winning new business is to say, look, this is how we work. We work with our clients and we co-create their yearly plan. We come, you know, most of our clients tell us that we, they see the value of getting our ideas earlier in their internal planning process. So best practice for us is working with you uh, in that way. And then you stay upstream with that client by having quarterly strategy sessions, which enable you to stay close to what the business is doing. Because growth is about understanding those goals, those challenges, those strategies that might already be in place and finding relevant ways to add the, add the value, not working downstream in a way that's very sporadic that you suddenly have to grow the account it's a lot of climbing back up 
to meet them where they are and getting closer to the, the client business. What, so what you want to do is create the right forum and environment to stay close to the client's business because otherwise it's harder and harder to grow that piece of business. There's something that um, came up throughout this that um, I think is important to note with, with, and it, it's getting the client to lean in and you tied it back to Blair who by the way was a guest on the show so check that out if you want to listen to his episode. We also had David on uh, who he didn't talk about account management but he's been on the show as well. Two incredible people and one of the things that I think Blair has really truly mastered along with David is the art of the consultative sales process when a client comes to you with a problem and it's established that you are the expert on that problem. And I think as an account manager, what you kind of shared earlier is brilliant, right? Is like, hey, here are some things that other clients of ours have struggled with. Are you struggling with any of these things, right? Or, hey, I talked to some stakeholders in the company and it sounds like maybe there's some of these things going on. Like, uh, we've got some insights. We'd love to share them with you. Like, that is a, a much better place to be starting that conversation from because to your point, they're leaning in. They're going, yes, we do have that problem and they trust you. And that's the thing that you, you know, I think you've got a ton of leverage on is if you've already been working with them, you've already delivered results for them, they trust you in a way that they're not going to trust another vendor, unless that vendor has tremendous thought leadership and authority in the space. But it takes a lot of thought leadership and authority to trump experience having worked with somebody that was good um, and dislodge that relationship. So I think that's a really big idea around really leading strategically from that place of like solving problems. And that will always feel like you're coming from a place of service and, and shouldn't feel distasteful if you do it really coming from that place. Yeah. And you can kind of PR yourself in, in how you phrase things. You know, we're, we've got um, a, an internal task force watching, at, watching the marketplace and looking at what's changing and what's coming up for our clients you know, would it be useful at some point if I shared some of the, the, the learnings? You know, it's like take it or leave it. And I think also it's that FOMO. If a client starts leaning in and thinks, you know, in their role, they need to be the expert in marketing. They need to know what's changing. They need to know the new technologies and why Web Web3 is the next big thing and why some of their competitors are already stepping into the metaverse. You know, that's that's stuff that they need to keep up up to date with. So we need to be leading them there. And, and sharing what we know and what we've got because we're helping, we're supporting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a massive, and this is why I get frustrated when, you know, the, the list of um, conditions aren't right for an account manager to sh shine. Because when you meet someone and they adopt this training and they start putting into practice, the return on the investment is, is through the roof. It's the, it's the result of one conversation. I mean, even recently, a lady who's American, actually, she's on my program, Rachel. Um, it was, I don't know, program number two. And she was, she said, oh, Jenny, I did that thing that you said. And I, I said it in the way you said. And they said, great. And they want a call with me. And I said, okay, so that was a website project that you'd suggested. I said, just out of interest, what's the value of that? And she said, oh, I think it's like 50 to 75 grand. I said, not a bad return on the investment for the training for one conversation. Now, if you can be training your account managers to not fear the sale, to not feel like they're being salesy, but being helpful and consultative and adding value to the client, it's a massive mindset shift as well. And some of them just absolutely fly.
it's interesting, right? Because it is kind of like, uh, there's guidelines certainly, but this is a, an unsolved problem for sales. It's an unsolved problem for like, I spent a lot of time on compensation models in the software world. And what I can tell you is that <laughs> talk to anybody who's worked in sales for a, a tech company before you'll know that their compensation model changes every six months. And it's kind of this running joke, right? Of like, it's con they're constantly changing, constantly restructuring because it's, it's very, very hard to find the right model that tensions all the incentives and drives the right behaviors properly because to your point for every action there is a reaction and a lot of times i mean it's like utilization rates you know and holding your team accountable to those you know it might drive people spending more hours on clients but then over and but then the, the whack-a-mole pops up over into the profitability and you're like oh well shit now we're just over servicing all of our clients so um yeah, there probably isn't a straight answer and there probably is a lot of context that you have to consider and it's probably going to be a process, not an event to set a compensation model for your account management team, just like it is for your sales team, just like it is for customer success, et cetera. So I think that's a, a valid answer and a good call to action. If you're listening to this and you think, hey, we've got it all sorted out on our compensation model, I would also be interested in hearing from you and I'm sure Jenny would as well. So feel free to reach out. And with that, Jenny, for those that have listened to this, they want to learn more about how to get account management skills for their business and their team and they want to learn more about you where should we send them in the show notes um probably to my website accountmanagementskills.com and you can actually book a call if you'd like to chat with me about training coaching for your team um and obviously you know you kindly plugged my podcast but like you when i was um an account manager i i would have loved to have had somewhere that i could learn and just listen to different people in the industry. So I, I do it because I think I would have found it helpful and I hope it is helpful for, for many people that listen in. So yeah, the website is probably the best place or LinkedIn, I suppose. Well, we will link all of that stuff in the show notes. So if you're listening, scroll down. We will have Jenny's website, her LinkedIn. We'll have a link to the podcast. I'll even link up my episode that I did uh, with you there in case that's interesting to anyone. Um, so feel free to scroll down. Highly encourage you to check it out. Wonderful podcast, wonderful content that you're producing. And uh, with that, Jenny, any final words of advice for the owners or account managers that are listening today? Oh, I kind of want to give the account managers a shout out really and, and a encouragement, okay? And if they're struggling, I honest to God, I would help anyone in account management that is struggling. If you feel that you are struggling with any aspect of the job or even with your senior management team, um, contact me on LinkedIn. I'd be really happy to, uh, to speak to you. And also for the agency owners, I would say check in on your account managers on a regular basis because it's a tough job, okay? We're, we're trying to please the clients, please the internal teams, get stuff done and succeed. And sometimes it's, it feels pretty lonely. So just keep checking in on us. That's what I'd say. Yeah. The wise words. Um, I, I think I said this to Brandon, who is our account and project manager and, you know, also wears like a billion other hats because we're a small company. And uh, I always like to remind him that he does a great job of doing the impossible job that he has to do, which is to your point, like balancing all of these completely contradictory forces and advocating for both of them simultaneously. Uh, it is an incredibly challenging job and, and I have lots of respect for anyone that leans into that and does it well. Um, so with that, Jenny, uh, this has been a wonderful conversation. I uh, absolutely love this chat. I hope we can do this again. And I just can't thank you enough for making the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me. This has been really a lot of fun. Thank you. 
Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast. I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeta.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener, and we will see you on the next episode.
ourselves.